passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is for the passionate Seahawks fans. The ones who care about scheme more than hot takes. The, the, the ones who want X's and O's and not talking heads. From the eye in the, the sky. sky. This, this is Seattle Overload. Seattle Overload. With your hosts, Matty F. Brown, Griffin Sturgeon, and Ty Dane Gonzalez. Let's go. Welcome to the Seattle Overload podcast, where it is our last episode before the 2023 NFL Draft will be live for that major event, but given we've previewed certain positions, mainly in the front seven which of the defense, which is very much Griffin and I, we think it's time to give you a final overview of the draft, a preview, and then mock drafts, yep, we're, we're joining the sleuths, we're, we're selling our soul to the simulators, we will give you some Seahawks scenarios in this draft but griffin first of all we've already kind of previewed the draft but i think it's worth talking scenarios for seattle john schneider himself said in the pre-draft press conference between pete carroll and himself that this draft could turn out in a way that they don't really know yet like then they're uncertain how it's going to play out sometimes they would be more certain than they are they're also in unfamiliar territory picking five overall thanks to the Russell Wilson trade and Denver stinking. There are a number of things that could happen at the top. Do the quarterbacks go? So, yeah, let's start with that. If if the quarterbacks yeah. go, Griff, number five overall is pretty much, uh, you know, they, they, there's two very big positions of need that they could draft in defense tackle and edge rusher. Yeah. I mean, it, it it feels like at the position wise position group, their needs align with what the strength of the the draft is at the top. 
it's going to be defensive line or outside linebacker, which is effectively defensive line for them. Um, so, I mean, quarterback has to be considered. Um, obviously, they put a lot into the process of scouting them. And we know that they supposedly really like Richardson. Um, but how much of that is just, you know, superficial, you know, just media schmoozing and what isn't? I suppose it can be both. Um, but if it feels like it, I think there's a strong chance Richardson goes in the top four anyway. So they're probably looking at who is their favorite of who's available between the big three. And that's Anderson, Tyree Wilson, and Jalen Carter. Um, and I think that there's an argument for a rationale behind taking any one of those three um, that, that can be crafted and weighed each one against the other two, you know, as a combination of actual players. And then of course, you know, risk factors and then like the potential conversation um, stuff like that. But then there's also kind of another wild card scenario that I don't think we should rule out. Um, and that's them trading back, which that part isn't crazy. Everyone could, could fathom John Schneider trading back in the first round, right? But is with that trade back pick, if one of their favorites are gone, it's going corner. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think that the, that they are out on the idea of going corner early, even though historically they don't do that. Um, I think there is some reason to think that they they'd be open to it. So, um, and even though Mike Jackson's solid, I mean, would, wouldn't you like another Tariq Woolen opposite Tariq Woolen? So it's just kind of that notion. But anyway. Um, yeah, well, yeah. To, to that point, you know, John Schneider spoke about how basically summarizing all the lessons they've learned over the years, picking the best player available is, is a nice strategy for them compared to perhaps forcing a need too much. He spoke about that's when they tend to get in trouble or when they're worried that, you know, they've missed the legend, so they force a player into a spot they shouldn't be taken. Instead, picking the best player available fits them nicely. And what was sweet about last year for Seattle is that their needs kind of matched up with where the best player available and the positional value ended up going in the draft. So, like, they needed a left tackle. They'd got Charles Cross. They then needed a pass rush outside linebacker, and they got in on that ledge, even though we liked Arnold Epichetti more. He went before their pick that we believe they liked Ebiketti too, but they ended up with Boye Mafe, who was a very good test with very good size. You know, it kind of played out in an obvious fashion. And at the end of the draft, you're thinking, oh, well, Seattle's left this draft with everything that they needed. You know, even the late round stuff like Tariq Woolen at the time, that seemed like a very good value pick, even for a guy who technique-wise was raw. And so when you talk about trading down for and then taking a corner... Definitely you can see that because this cornerback class has two guys at the top of it in Christian Gonzalez and Devon Witherspoon, who are very intriguing options. Now, I don't think they're quite on a Derek Stingley Jr. type of level. And Griff, you've heard that Seattle really liked Stingley in the process when that was happening. Uh, but I think they are they are quality players and they've got a lot on tape that you know, you'd know you like and they te both tested well enough. Uh, Gonzalez in particular tested great, didn't he? But like... The, I think the scenario where maybe a, a trade down is possible, especially in the draft lacking the blue chip talent, is when one of the quarterbacks falls. So, you know, it, it is lying season at the moment and it's hard to know what's true and what isn't. It's kind of crazy how we've gone to almost presuming that all four quarterbacks would go in the kind of top four range, right? to then maybe one or two going there, to now talk of Will Levis being the 
the next guy after Bryce Young, Bryce Young being the presumed number one overall pick. But yeah, if if a team can, you know, really, there's still a quarterback on the board at five overall. I, f- I feel like that's the situation where Seattle would be able to trade down because it seems as though if Seattle isn't the team to take Jalen Carter, it seems as though he will slide a bit a bit longer. Um, with all of that off the field stuff and what that entails and his kind of collapse or spiral uh, in terms of an off season process, it's been a tough time for him, uh, partly through his own actions and just, just a tough, uh, tough experience for him. And so, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, do, do you agree? Like they, they kind of need it. If they wanted to be able to trade back, they'd need a quarterback to fall. I mean, maybe, maybe a team just lo- loves Carter at five. But I feel like if he's fallen to that point and Seattle's ready to pass up on him, that was yeah. the alarm bells as we've seen so many times on draft day for other teams as well. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think they probably want some of these guys to fall um, so that they can keep their options open. Um, what I would really like to know how they feel about Anderson because there's been, there's been enough reason to think that they like some other guys, but we haven't really heard anything in either direction regarding, um, Will Anderson. So I I would just love to know, like be a fly on the wall and what their thoughts on him are specifically. Cause I feel like we can gather what they think about Jalen Carter. There are, there are flags, but they probably think he's an amazing player. Tyree Wilson is the classic like traits guy that they think they can mold. And honestly, his floor isn't that low anyway. His floor is way up there too. It's just Anderson's is higher, you know, but then I, I would love to know what they think about the, the floor ceiling with Anderson. How do they view the ceiling? How does Clint hurt view the ceiling? Yeah. All, um, all we really got from that was, you know, Alabama's pro day. Obviously there was the picture of them doing the quarterback selfie with Bryce young, which kind of nicked the headlines, but like there's the picture of, and images of Pete Carroll grinning at Anderson meeting him. And, you know, obviously they were able to check him out at Alabama yeah. too. And he's, a, we, we've spoke about him in a past podcast, but like he isn't typically Seahawky in that, you know, he doesn't have that crazy, crazy get off or Ben, yeah. which they've tipped, you know, tended to look for in edge rushes. But like he, in theory, could play every down at, on the edge in the NFL. There's rare play strength. If you add pounds, it will just accentuate and, and, uh, nicely accent you know his already very strong play strength and his rush plan and the the way he can power through guys uh and, and you know yeah he could play three four outside linebacker you know he can play the nickel edge he, he could do everything for seattle he'd have to pick up a few more of the coverage nuances but like he's fluid enough dropping into pass coverage too so like mm-hmm. and you know high sec sack production nick saban loves him speaks massively positively about his character the only thing like really precluding him from going to Seattle is that it, you know, with the Arizona Cardinals and, uh, you know, with, with a new head coach and, and a defensive uh, head coach at that and their poor drafting in past years. And it, it came out today that apparently Kyler Murray wants Paris Johnson, uh, the left tackle out of Ohio state who we were praising his tape against Lucas Van Ness, but that, feels considering what we've you know heard and and what insiders are reporting that feels very high to do at the three overall but the cardinals surely will be risk averse of they've had been burned by taking kind of traitsy guys they probably won't want to take a risk on someone like a jalen carter surely they would start their franchise 
in the safe way and and pick you know a really solid defensive player in Will Anderson Jr. It feels it feels too obvious, but it is funny how. Uh, you know, back in March, like the first draft article I wrote about sort of previewing how the whole process went was the t- uh, three guys who Seattle can, they they stated that they can, uh, they wanted to m- come out of this draft making their defense more dynamic. It's amusing to me that those three guys who were there, at the, you know, seemed like the obvious guys mm-hmm. who would be an option at five, Jalen Carter, Tyree Wilson, Will Anderson Jr. are still the three guys. No one's really emerged even after the combine testing no one is is worth uh, worthy you know of, of knocking them off that spot and i think as you said griff a real good argument still can be made for e- each of the three guys like there i i i would be able to cope or or you know feel good about any of those guys being the pick at five overall i have noticed though in my mentions there seems to be like a a Tyree Wilson disinformation campaign going on. Lots of people really not high on Tyree Wilson, which like I get traits. You guys can be a bit scary because you're like, well, what is, what is this guy actually? Uh, you know, what what you know, what's his technique like? It, it, what does he look like as as a floor kind of dude? But Tyree Wilson ha- should have a solid floor. Like I don't think he's as raw as people are making out. Like sure, there's there's things you can work on, but like. This guy, you know, he wasn't just running around yeah. guys in college. He he had an eighteen percent pressure percentage, which is higher than the than the other lot. Like, yeah, well, and even even if he, so like his his traits are such as they are that they still apply, they, they still generate production even without the refinement, which he is fairly refined. It's just his game isn't complete yet, but like he's ascending though. Yeah. It's well, not like it's not like he's raw and traits like at a boire is where it doesn't even translate yet. It's like he's yeah. not it does translate. He just will get even better. But this kind of talk, Griff, is why we should probably head into the actual mock draft simulators. Before that it. though, I guess the, the 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 quarterback thing, like in terms of we can talk about the individual quarterbacks maybe if we te- draft one of them. But you, you personally, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're not really a fan of drafting quarterback and how to pay Gino, are you? Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not personally keen on it. It's I, I get the the theory. Obviously, like you're setting yourself up for the future. What if one of these guys hit and then boom, is your quarterback for ten years? And even if Gino holds on and they extend him again, and he looks like he's going to play till he's forty, like some quarterbacks do. Um, then you've got you can trade the the uh, rookie quarterback um, for your three, or you can trade Geno, and then let's you know one you, they can be viewed as an asset. I just don't like personally. I just don't like that flavor of team building, even though I see the logic in it. Um, also, looking around at the NFC, the NFC is weak right now. It's ripe for the taking. I just like the idea of having Geno on a relatively cheap contract compared to other teams that are paying their quarterback and going all in on building your roster up and trying to be the most talented NFC team. I think that's attainable. Um, so th- th- that's just my thinking. I-, I get it. I just don't want to do it. It's maybe more of a an emotional take than a logical one. But Honestly, the emotion I'm sensing is fear. Um, fear out of, um, like, I don't want my precious Geno touched. Is that what you're talking about? 
no or fear out of you i would never touch your yeah I, I, i'm 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 fearful of of skipping out on an elite defensive talent yeah sure because they've never been in a uh, position i i get it more that you're scared that the quarterback they draft isn't going to be good actually that's that's not my thing if they didn't have gino i would probably be running a anthony richardson or, or propaganda campaign mm. Um, I I tweeted after watching Anthony Richardson that, and again we we might draft Anthony Richardson in one of these mocks, but uh, he'd be great if he could hit a seam route, you know, like <laughs> there's some, yeah. there's some wide open throws that are missed, and it's like what? See hey, the that, thing that, that's not right. You read it well. The the biggest defense with Richardson is that he has so few snaps. And like, I don't know what his raw accuracy is, but I wonder how much of it is just not being like settled in the grand scheme. Well, and, you know, yeah, and, and there's things going on with his receivers where, and then like the timing of that offense as well, like it, which is again, wouldn't that be nice behind a Geno Smith? I, if they yeah. go and take a quarterback, is how I feel. If they take a quarterback, I will be very, very positive about that because ultimately, I'll, I'll for them embrace to do the, it. At this stage of the roster shows how highly they value that guy, which mean, means you should be excited. Yeah, and also at this point, it doesn't mean never exercise skepticism, but we probably should resign ourselves to generally trusting them with quarterback. Um, given you know they took a third round pick, went to the Super Bowl twice with a third round pick, and then Geno turned into Geno. And I'm not saying they made those guys, but they clearly know can identify the talent and then build the scheme through their skill set. So right, and, and the- just. The, the, the more intangible Mahomes, stuff. The Patrick Mahomes, jo- Josh Allen rumors that Schneider liked both of them. Uh, obviously, he liked Drew Locke too. So, you know, he clearly yeah. has a type. Um, R- R- Richardson is ahead of Locke coming out for sure, though, because Locke is yeah. just doing whatever doing whatever the hell he wanted at, at, at Missouri. Um, Richardson actually plays the position quite well for a guy who, again, is so underexperienced. He just has an accuracy problem, really. And it's not an arm strength accuracy problem. It's like, theoretically, that could be improved. Like Josh Allen had all the arm strength in the world, but his accuracy yeah. genuinely improved. So I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Okay. Are you ready to mock? Yeah, Maddie. I was thinking we do a mock draft tonight. Okay. How do you feel about that? I, I'm a bit nervous. I'm not going to lie. Is that, is that normal? Why are you nervous? I just think people are going to be mean. This is easy breezy cover girl. Let's go. But people are mean. We're mocking on the, here on the internet. Okay, yeah, so it, and we're meaner. Who cares? I I try to pick niceness. Me too, actually. <laughs> okay, so we are using the ESPN Analytics mock draft simulator. I have found this one to be tricky. Have I broke it? Yes, but <laughs> we're not going to allow trades. And I think I haven't used this one as often. I, I doubt Griff has either. And so it will give us a tougher test. It's basically like being NFL general managers, which, by the way, would I prefer to be a NFL GM or, or, or NFL coach? Not that you asked, but I, I'd pick the coach side of that. Griff? Yeah. Would you be a coach or GM? Um, coaching, sound. I don't know. I don't know. Probably, I mean, coach, probably. 
Yeah, coach. I mean, GM sounds fun because you don't really have to like. <laughs> this seems a lot less stressful, you know. <laughs> but it's yeah, probably it's, a it's, really stressful job. But no, like, like I feel like one day of the year it, it just is awful. Yeah. Well, maybe like ten days. But but then the other days you're just you probably have insane hours where you're just watching tape all day. And, yeah, like, and, and yelling imagine, at imagine watching tape all day. Like what you would never. Right. Right. Don't, yeah. Um, I would I would have a lot of coffee and possibly other substances to keep myself alert. Mm. I think I'd spiral quicker as a GM because you wouldn't get mm. the the dopamine hit right. of uh, right. uh, like as a coach. At least you get the d- dopamine hit of a player improving. Yeah. And you've you've directly contributed to that, or you'd uh, you know you'd actually hopefully win a game or make a mm. good play. Whereas as a GM, like how direct, it, you know? Right, sure, sure. P- probably. Pros now, do I seek level. instant gratification? Well, I think society does. So I would no. It probably matters again, like personal preference of personality type. But there are general managers that were former players and former coaches, and vice versa. I wonder what their thoughts are being on both sides of it. Yeah. Um, um, we should ask John Lynch or someone like that. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think I, who else, or uh, Trent Balky, he coached for he a did. time. Yeah. There you go. Briefly. Right. So ESPN anyway. analytics, mock, mock draft, speed. Sh- should we do normal? Uh, do Ask. slightly quick. Or what, what's. Uh, is there like there's turbo or light speed <laughs> ludicrous speed um that's that's a uh space balls reference for okay. you okay i, I, I will watch it hopefully no one jams our comms while we're doing this okay i would have to watch we it. got right. jammed is this even <laughs> okay seahawks hey maddie yeah let's do a mock draft i'm trying okay start the draft start all right, so strat-wise. So, all right, what we're going to do a few of them where we experiment with doing, like, one position first, like DT first or D-end or edge, rather. Quarterback, potential trade back for a quarter. So what do you want to do first? I think we have to take Jalen Carter. We've we've spoke to the young man. He has been <laughs> feel very uh, remorseful and... Uh, and and you know he's he we we feel good about him as a fit we've done our due diligence which by the way we 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 have it on pretty good authority that they're they have been doing that which makes wow. sense Imagine. so i think we take Jalen carter he's the perfect scheme fit i mean he fits any scheme yeah. he's the best player in the draft like the the, the kind of weird tape observations from from various well like yeah. loads loads of people really just yeah. they're just overthinking it which well is... and and there's something to be said the guy that initially kicked this whole like concern troll campaign off todd mcshay he goes and then writes he goes well on the field he's actually i don't see him having a run or a hot and cold motor he's on all the time he's a high effort player on the field it's off the field where the effort is a concern which finally nuance it's just it came four months late from him anyway I mean, and don't get me wrong, the, the the reckless driving is is a huge concern with 
taking a guy fifth overall and just generally, even if you feel how you feel about it outside of the concept of risk, just you want to take someone who made a decision like that. Um, you know, so I get it, but we talked to him and we feel good about it. So we're taking Jalen um, Carter in this hypothetical. And he is also an Aries. Is he? Yeah. April, April 4th, my birthday. Wow. So yeah. No, no one born bad on April 4th, at least as far as we know. Right, there you go. So he really kind of solves a lot of the issues on the interior because they don't have any nose tackles. They don't have any three techs, really. I mean, Jaron Reed off the street, 300 pounds. That's massive. I feel very relieved yeah, about this. Yeah, he he comes at the, the position of the greatest need, and he also happens to be the best player in the draft, so it just makes the most sense through that lens. Yes. So, so twenty now. So we've done. We've we've taken care of D line in the first round. We can probably wait for D line again until the second, right? Yes, I think so. And and looking at the names we've got, we've got like a. I, I like the value of that idea. So like we've got Will McDonald the fourth. I I don't know about that at twenty overall. Now I understand he's going to be elevated somewhat uh, due to the kind of nature of this draft. Uh, we have BJ Ojolari sitting as well. We kind of like him a bit more for possibly the value of that pick. Uh, I think we'll have a, a few interesting options in the second round. Hopefully, if not, we'll get fired. So there are there is one name Griff who we are both a massive fan of. Notre Dame tight end uh, Michael Mayer. Now, is this is this a silly pick given we have more pressing needs elsewhere? Like, bearing in mind, we could go and get one of these corners. We could go get a Deontay Banks, a Julius Brent. So, yeah. So the argument for Mayer is that I think I think we think he's the best skill position player in the draft, maybe after Bijan, and then he's your de facto third receiver in that as a rookie you can throw him the ball 80 plus times and he'll be efficient with it the type of tight end he is you you can put him anywhere for the most part it's not like jimmy graham where even though jimmy was i think really good for them you have to pick and choose when you put him at y you have to feel like you have to flex him and the way that waldron likes to assign his um like his positions like he wants his receivers to have the flexibility. If you you have a tight end that you can't put in the core, you want them off the line of scrimmage, kind of messes up with how he uses his other guys, his receivers. So I feel like Mayer makes more sense than Kincaid, even if you view them equally as like receiver types, even though I still think Mayer is better. Maybe by definition, Kincaid has more raw potential because he's more athletic, but even still, like I think Mayer is amazing. So it comes down to really, would you want to go Mayer here? maybe receiver or do you want to do corner do you think you can get one of the corners at 37 or 50 like so the like Brent's? yeah the the nature of tight end is that it is um often it's hard to find someone who's good at blocking or good and good at receiving coming out right like they're either good at one or they're just a complete athletic project and this draft in particular is a, considered a fairly deep tight end class, but like in terms of the guys who are good at everything, there's only one guy really, and then the rest of them are mainly kind of athletic projects. So I think right. 
I'm on board, especially, you know, we're going to be doing multiple ones of this, but let's go with our, let's go with the guy we really like. Like, let's go with Mayer. The way let's he separates is that our guy, I'm standing our on the table. Guy. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see I'm definitely doing that. And... Maddie's standing on the table. I flipped the table. Maddie's broken his collarbone, but we're both celebrating. So we got Michael Mayer. Yeah, and he gets open on the type of routes that Gino loves as well. You could also yeah, that's consider, the other thing. you could free up kind of cap space with uh, maybe moving fan. Obviously, yeah. there's stuff at tight end which makes it they've never really had four tight ends to start a season before. But um, I thought I just picked the wrong player there. I haven't few my job. Uh, but like yeah, yeah, like Disley's coming off a unique injury. Well, Disley. Kobe Parkinson's in the last year of his contract. Like there is a need kind of there. Okay. Okay. Now we're at 37. We, this is where Griff, we, we have a yeah. few options. So we yeah. have Will McDonald. The fourth is still available. Julius Brent is lingering as well. Brian branch has had a little fall. Brian branch is right there, man. We, and that could happen. You know, you know, he only ran like in the four sixes, 40 yard dash time. Right. Now for, he played uh, this kind of star role in, in Al Alabama. Uh, you got Steve Avila there as well. This is what is so exciting about 37. There's going to be names available. We've liked Keon White, spoke about him. Marzi Smith is there as well. Now he's very kind of, in terms of his usage in Seattle, I think a lot of that would be similar to... They've got fun uh, options Carter. right here. But Yeah. And you also like maybe you could go actual pure center and get like a you could get John Michael Schmitz, a Joe Tipman. Uh, you could even go inside linebacker for a bit early. The one so Jones I, who they hosted on a visit, didn't they? A big right yeah. tackle. Griff, come on, you've got your right, so I'm, I'm saying I'm saying we can get a center at 51. We don't need to go center right here. Okay. So, so let's take our very favorite remaining player, Maddie. I'm gonna put it on your shoulders between. Two guys. Okay, I'm going to eliminate Branch because just the redundancy is a little too much. Even though it's tempting, he's falling, but they've got so many guys that are like his skill set right now in depth. Unless they know Jamal is done, then maybe go Branch. But I'm going to put it on your shoulders. Do you go Mozzie Smith or Julius Brents? This is also, we also like Keon, but I think Mozzie's more think, of a need. I think we have to go Mozzie Smith. All right. This I love it. Is this is solidifying the interior with two guys who there is off the field questions that there'll have been a slightly more rigorous process from what we know. But we've, we spoke to Marzi and it was just a, what was it? A concealed weapon permit. Yeah. He had it, which who cares? I don't, that's not, that's not like a, some moral breach that maybe poor decision-making. I'm not a gun guy, but I'm not, who cares, man? <laughs> there are worse okay. things out there. <laughs> so Marzi in the Seahawks defense, he's not in he's not quite as versatile as Jalen Carter, and he won't give you as much pass rush disruption coming out the gate. What he will do though is he'll let you play him as a three technique or two eye. So he can play in base, he can play in nickel. He's really gonna be exciting when you get him in those one on one bare fronts as well. But he can yeah. do the kind of uh one and a half gap and two gap and stuff. This, this is a an excellent pick. And the rare traits to possibly become yeah. something more as a pass rusher. He, we, we, you know, we spoke about him last week. He looks five foot ten when he's six foot three. 
the, oh the, my the, word this the pass is... rush will come with him you know what i think mozzie smith usage wise i think he'll be on a similar track as ed oliver and i think he'll eventually become better than ed just by just by sheer mass because he has the explosiveness with better mass and length so i think he'll be like ed oliver if he actually pans out oh my word more Jeff. pans out more because ed oliver is a good player but all right so this wow is, this is pretty wild did the centers go did we play did we toy with um tipman went john michael schmitz went to the packers oh, no. that's a very packers pick so the michigan guy it's too early to take the michigan guy isn't it well let's look at the center options because i'm i'm we could also go and get oh um, whipler whipler yeah we could get whipler but are, are we forcing that or are we panicking and taking him Olawatimi, I mean, Olawatimi is a good player. Jake Andrews, that who is not even on this list, is a good player. Um, he is. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of Patterson. Could uh, Chandler you know Zavala kick in there? Very Perhaps. athletic. All right. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna panic and go Whipler, even though Whipler is my third favorite of those three. Luke Whipler, you are okay. How do you feel? What, what's your, how, how are you feeling? I'm feeling like this is, uh, I don't know if this is the move, you know, like so you, you want to go. Prince, is, he, don't you? is he really, is he really worth pick 52 overall? Is I guess so, the drop off to like a, a Stromberg is pretty extreme in terms of what you can do schematically, right? Like coming out the gate, Stromberg's not really going to be your outside kind of guy yeah. the thing like, is what if, what if evan brown is just good what if they yeah. sign him to a two-year extension and that's why year? like there's an argument for getting one of these right tackles or something or, or or like a guy who's a guard who can play center so at least then you're not pigeonholing a guy who is a pure center which whipler is right like he he has under 32 inch long arms he he's young so like he's probably still growing into his six or yeah. three frame like a red shirt sophomore but like yeah yeah right. uh and and then yeah he he tested yeah like his three cone was pretty slow so it was a short shuttle like they would probably value those things but this is us and yeah. you <laughs> this is us you you know he can get what he's very exciting on kind of uh uh like getting to the second level um yeah but how do you move bodies off the snap yeah, I don't think he can. How do you protect? You know, he actually is fairly well. So he got nuked by Mozzie Smith because Mozzie Smith got some one on ones and he just yep. got nuked. And, and, and he, he will get nuked by one on ones. It's like, uh, like a lot a of center, these guys man. do, but like they're centers. Yeah. Which... Yeah. All right. You know what? We're going to rally around Evan Brown and play good football. So we're going to click X on the top right screen of this window. Bang. And we're going to. Oh, no way. I'm wrong. We're not going to click X. We're going to control Z there. We're going to filter back up to all positions. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. I'm, I'm backseat. Imagine um, if it worked like this. Mouse cursoring. Um, Maddie, you want to go Julius Prince, don't you? I think we could, we could get like two kind of unicorn style testers at cornerback, and that would be nuts. Because Julius can play too, can he? Yeah. He was all right. like, I. So Julius Brents, I was watching the Senior Bowl stuff, 
And in the senior bowl, they do release drills. So they have a wide receiver versus a DB. And it's not to it's not to cover them really. It's just the wide receiver gets to try and show how they can beat press coverage. Yeah. And the DB just gets to show their press technique. And yeah. a lot of these guys are crap in the pants and they're like falling over themselves and they're getting used to the environment. Julius Brent immediately, I was writing down this guy's patient, patient, patient. Because in press coverage, you want to stay patient. You want to stay square for as long as possible because if you're st- square for as long as possible, then you're, you're in the best position to wall them off vertically, right? As soon as you open yeah. the hip one way, then you've declared and they could cut back on you. You really have to wait until the moment of the actual release, the actual turning of the hip downfield in the direction before you then kick off to stay on top. And Brent was patient doing that and he stayed on top of guys, which is all like tick, tick, tick. Then you sort of watch him downfield and you're like, this guy, he doesn't look that fast long speed wise, but he's able to like burst into like the kind of, uh, say in a one-on-one, he's outside leverage, he gets an in cut and he sticks his foot in the ground, nice T-step and and bursts across the middle of a dig. Like it's stuff like that where you're like, okay, there's something here and he's aggressive. He's dealing with the smaller guys, just running like uh, really wide releases on him, like Mm -hmm. fake releases. Uh, he is like a, a very intriguing player to me. And, and I think I think here you could play the only thing, and it's it's a minor thing, but it's yeah. noteworthy. Most of his stuff came at right cornerback for Kansas State. Obviously, Tariq Woolen plays on the right side and Pete Cowell likes keeping guys on the right. Yeah. But I'm, so I'm at, at the it. senior bowl, didn't he get some left corner snaps? He did. Though? He okay. did. He, so I, the the only other thing I want to ask you is Kelly Ringo is also right there. Right. They visited with him. They did. But I I think we bet on the testing. Okay. Okay. I mean, you're the GM. I'm. It's your funeral. Because <laughs> I'm just the lonely director of college scouting. So if you get fired, I'm the natural promotion. Well, another so. thing about Julius Brent is in total points rating per coverage snap per SIS, he was 99, which was first along with Christian Gonzalez. Bang, bang. It's good. Julius Brent, you are a Seattle Seahawk. <laughs> I love it when the data confirms my... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, but when I, it, I, there was when lots of other data, but I just picked when, that Yeah. And when the data doesn't confirm the tape, your anecdotal observations is bad data. Yeah. The data's bad. You can't trust it. Dodgy data. No one wants that. All right. So, ah, Jaden Reed went. That's too bad. Yeah, this uh, this draft, uh, the teams were clearly high on him. Oh, oh yes. All right, okay. so we need to start thinking receiver and interior offensive line. I think maybe uh, maybe safety if if you want to test your. Yeah, I think the Julian Love thing makes Sidney Brown like a less valid thing, but like I love Sidney Brown. Um, and like he plays some, like now, it's what, what interesting. Is, like at Illinois, he yeah. played a lot of the down safety, like a strong safety. But then, like at the senior bowl, he's covering slots and looking really smooth doing that. And he shows some stuff deep as well. Yeah, but I don't necessarily think they, like like you said, I think receiver possibly. Like let's let's recap drift what we've done so far. So we've got Jalen Carter, Michael Mayer, Mazzy Smith, Julius Brent. I think we have to take a center now. Yeah. We've if kind we of... could. So is, uh, <laughs> is, is he Oliver still the there? there? 
<laughs> oh, if Whipler's still there, then you kind of have to, don't you? Yes. So right. we've already spoke about Whipler, but I think this is better value. We didn't panic. Yeah. We this is why we we're good GMs. We just let the board come to us. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and and what did John Schneider say? We usually do the best when we just pick the best player and yeah. don't overdraft for need. So look I at mean, us. This is, this is this is astonishing stuff. Th this is prudence paying off. I I love it, and I haven't messed up who I'm picking yet. Yeah. So that's solid competition, and I yeah. think it's good to get a bit younger. Like, how often are the Seahawks going to just go, hey, you know what? There's a veteran. Let's sign them to a one-year deal. Right. Like, it kind of gets a bit dark. So Siaki's gone, but Mozzie's our de facto nose tackle, so that's fine. Um, ooh, Tyler Steen is there, but we just took interior offensive line. So um, now is Tyler Scott gone, that receiver? The Cincinnati Oh, the the receivers are looking a bit rough. But when we when we took when we took Michael Mayer, we said this guy's our kind of tertiary three, and so yeah. that's that's the risk we knew we were taking. The uh, so Puka is there though, the BYU guy, I think. Puka uh -huh. Nakua, yep, he is there. He's yep. talented. He's old <laughs> though. Xavier Hutchinson can do things, but there might be some redundancy. With, yeah, I'm uh, not. I'm, I'm not. I don't like this. He's an ex. No, I don't. I think. I think we can wait on receiver now. Tank Dell is not, no. not, not it. Get out of town. Yeah, yeah. Get out of town. Coburn, Coburn is there. I know. I know. We've got thoughts there, so we don't need to do that. He that has tiny arms. Oh, he's got tiny arms. Yeah, that. Yeah, damn right. You could uh, you could double up on interior offensive line. You could take a uh, athletic tester in Chandler Zavala. Yeah, Zavala would make sense. Um, uh, what, what what was I thinking? Now, do you dive into safety? Is there a tester at safety you like? You could I don't get want JL Skinner. Skinner, but I'm no, really not no, sure no, no, about no. what the fit is there. He's not. He doesn't fit them right now. And even so, he he would have even when they were the the cover three team of old he would have been the meme pick everyone would have said him he's not he's no sorry i don't think so yeah i was uh i, he loves I, should, to hit, uh, but... I would like to make a correction okay i said that uh luke luke wiper didn't i was looking at the wrong numbers the wrong numbers so wiper did test well in the shuttle and three cone his shuttle was 8.68 per RAS, a 4.53 seconds shuttle of 303 pounds. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. And and the guy on the board now is Zavala. Uh, I know um, Owen Reese, who does the college gridiron scouting, mm -hmm. good friend. Nice chap. Indeed. Assistant offensive line, offensive quality control coach, also at UW Platteville Football, and scout for Optimum Scouting. Um, oh, he now scouts for the Shrine Bowl. Anyway, sorry, Owen. but he was big on Zavala before the testing. But Zavala, seven point five eight seconds three cone. He has basically thirty three inch arms. Uh, he put thirty reps up on the bench. Very, very good tester. Uh, Nine point five zero total relative athletic score but like do they need 
do they need guard depth? Like, well, so the thing is that um, Haynes is only on a one-year deal. He is. So, do they want to get ahead of it? I don't like the idea of Brown at guard, even if he like sticks around after this year. Mm. Um, now, T- Tyler Steen is still at the top of the board, and yeah, so you I, keep I like him at guard. Tyler Steen, you like him? I, I like the idea of him as a guard. Um, why? I think he plays low. Like I, I thought, kind of like Mozzie. I thought he was like six three, six four, but he's like six five. He's six six, apparently. Six yeah. six. He doesn't look like it, and I think he, I think he has good feet. He's just not controlled because he's used to covering space more at tackle. So like his kind of needs to work on his shorter steps, but I think he's capable of it. But I think he has explosive short area movements. He just needs to be more precise with his feet. And I think he could handle playing with less space at guard. And I think he has the pad level for it. Um, yeah. And another good short shuttle time, 8.59 sec. Uh, sorry, 4.59 seconds but, short But I don't shuttle. know. I don't know if they want to go six six at guardy. That like a lot of guys just have their their cutoffs, and I don't know if Dickerson wants to do that. So, well, you where know, did I, you see Tyler Steen in the senior senior bowl? I saw him at guard, and I thought he actually looked pretty good. Griff, and he picked it picked it up pretty quickly. Griff, I think if you want to do that, let's do that. Tyler Steen, you sir are a Gino Gino Tool. Yep. And he played right tackle for Alabama, right? Or was he their left tackle? Left tackle. Ah, so so you're thinking kind of left guard? Well, so he played right guard, ironically, in the senior bowl. Oh, he did? Interesting. And I, I don't think they want to move Lewis back to right guard. There you go. I mean, he just had a good year, so... I wonder how much guard. it helps actually being like, if he's right-handed, then is right guard easier? Because it gives you the foundation of that's your... I know you're switching sides, but like... It's hard to say. Yeah, because because Probably arguably, dead. arguably, I would think your outside hand would need to be more coordinated, but your inside hand kind of does more of the work. Like when you have to put your like on an outside rush, because that's the hand you're getting on the hip sometimes. Like yeah. when you're riding a guy, I don't know. Um, you know, one thing that's happened here with with our picks is we have not taken an outside linebacker, and it does get like just this draft in general. If you pass up like. It, it's not a deep class anyway. If you go like at the top of the draft, you don't take a Will Anderson or you, you don't have the opportunity or you pass up on a Tyree Wilson. Yeah. The edge rush options after that kind of Nolan Smith, Will McDonald the fourth, uh, uh, BJ Ojolari, it gets pretty kind of rough. Right. Like, like you really get into kind of... So- I think that's where we need to be on the lookout for like Robert Beal Jr. or Chris Braswell. Right. Like you don't want to force one here with this is um pick number one five one in the uh this is the the fifth round yet. Boutte's gone. Jalen Redmond's gone, okay. So uh Chalazaval is still there if you wanted to really double up on this. That's funny. You could get uh with the other thing we haven't done is off ball linebacker. Like we've we've straight yeah. up neglected that, which I guess also speaks to the way we feel about the position. Is diab is diabody even on this? Or diabate? Did I pronounce that right? He's not even on this. Uh so he's he's the Utah guy, I think. I, th- and I think I think so. Maybe not. <laughs>
Boom. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hmm. What's his first name? I think Muhammad. He might be listed as a... Yeah. Uh, he's listed as an edge rusher. Oh, interesting. I, I think he translates to off ball. Hmm. Kind of... Well, um, when have you watched him? Um, I've only seen cut-ups on Twitter. And I just like the movement <laughs> skills. I mean, because that, that's where we're at with this linebacker class. But he has been off ball, though, for them and a little bit. really, when it comes to this, like, what Seattle will be looking for, when it, if they haven't taken the linebacker by this point... They need guys who are able to first and foremost give them movement skills, not just to play as like a developmental defensive prospect, but to be a special teams contributor. Uh, so he, yeah. uh, I mean, KJ Wright moonlighted as an edge rusher at Mississippi State, so yeah. they're no stranger to taking and converting an edge to off ball. On the other three. thing that is definitely like potential to happen is if they get a safety and convert them into a linebacker. Because, I mean, this draft is especially it kind of shows the fact that at the college level, linebackers are getting lighter and lighter. Like, there's no one who is uh, 240 pounds in this draft and runs a 4-4, yeah. which is why there's no one who's like a con uh, consensus first-round pick at the linebacker position. Right. Uh like Trenton Simpson tested well, but he's still a lighter type and like realistically as a foot as like an yeah. NFL uh, linebacker, he's learning a lot. So yeah. what, this um, is a very long way of saying we're not going to draft the inside linebacker in this draft uh, in the fifth round. Yeah. How do you feel about um, Helms? Who? DeMarco Helms, safety. I don't, I have not watched. Just uh, no, I'm helmet scouting there. Um, <laughs> I do think he played for Alabama. Um, Anthony Johnson Jr. Quindell Johnson stands out to me. Oh, I have. Oh, Helms is two for Alabama. Well, I mean, if you if you really wanted to do that, but like Carl Scott, feel, it does feel like helmet scouting. I'm not gonna lie. He tested yeah. really poorly. He, yeah. You can test poorly and be a decent safety in the NFL. It's Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And like safety is like a low key need for Seattle, given that they, you know, Jamal Adams' situation, Conjure Diggs isn't getting any younger. I mean, yeah, it's just at this point, at this point, you're either taking your highest ranked player or a guy who has a crazy combine, right? Right. I mean, Brandon Hill's slightly interesting from Pitt. He, yeah. Like he ran yeah. a uh, he ran a, a four um four four three seconds forty. Mm-hmm. That's that'd be a lot of quarters coming from Pitt. So let's do him. Do him then. We're just gonna we're just gonna take someone because they ran quarters in college. <laughs> no, do uh do Helms. No, I'm not do doing it. that. Do it. No, why? Do it. Because it'd be cool. Because Alabama SEC. SEC? Because he wore because he wore number two in college. That's cool. Single digit <sighs> vibes. I mean, I, I I didn't ever like watch him, watch him, but like yeah, he'd be like, oh, okay, there's Helms. Okay, I know that name. He's making a play. You know what I mean? I just knew him as number two because I'm a I'm a true football guy. Chat. Who would you chat? Who would you draft here? This is the portion of the draft where we're we're in a bit of trouble. What about a running back? Oh, now we're talking. What running backs do you like? The good news is that I've not watched a single running back. Yeah, I mean, that we've been told for so long that they don't matter. Like, I just sacked it off, you know. Go uh, do McBride. That that's a name <laughs> that I know. Yep, we've heard of him. So even so, even if you guys don't like McBride, that's fine. But just like this is the placeholder, like okay, running back in the fifth type thing here. Oh, I think Brandon Hill was at the Senior Bowl, and I think he was bad. No, he wasn't. Never mind. Different pit safety. Great podcasting. Very prepared. Okay. We're going to take McBride. McBride. There you go. Great stuff, Griff. You know what? I think we may have had to hand in our card there. That was pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, So that's the McBride from UAB. He had he had some fun. Like he's a very much a Twitter highlight player, right? Like he he kind of zigs and zags and is an exciting running wide zone. Does there's variety of runs on tape. Uh, he's got some power to him, but yeah, probably I don't know. It might take him a while. Okay, he got compared a lot to Marlon Mack, I think. So one fifty four. Is there another guard we can go here? Well, I imagine uh, Chandler has disappeared, which is which is what I was wanting. But um, yeah, CS this is Mafia. bad now. Antonio, all right, Antonio Mafi. He's a you guy. Like Ma- you like? Yeah, Mafia? he can move people. I think maybe we could uh, we could wait if we cheat using okay. the rank. Okay, that's fine. And uh, John Gaines the second had a very quick short shuttle. Curious. Right. All right, then uh, what position do you want to go? Is there a receiver? <laughs> well, let, let's no, run two quarterback offense with the man who can walk a 4 6. Okay. A uh, receiver. Oh, man. There's a lot of names. Uh, Bryce Ford Wheaton. Is the Fresno State guy still in there? What was his name? I don't know. Uh, Jalen Wayne from South Alabama, I kind of liked. 
hey, if you kind of like him, then do it. No, I don't know. I I want to take Brandon Hill. All right, do it. No, if if there's a guy that you even like, he can run and hit. Yeah, there you go. That's football. All right. Now, when do we pick next? It's a while. One nine eight. That should be Mafia time, right? Or is it uh, still round too six? Early? Josh Wild just went. We okay. still haven't taken an inside linebacker. That's okay. Mm. Jared is Clark it? just went. We could double down. We we haven't got an outside linebacker either. With this, okay. could be. Oh no! Are all of our guys <laughs> gone? Oh no! Incum. All right, so I would go Cox Jr. here, Britton Cox. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I mean, he's. Uh, I think he's short armed and undersized, but he kind of he's kind of like Herbig, and he knows what he's doing. Like he knows how to rush. He's just unfortunately doesn't have the frame. But at that point, like, why not? You know, ah, oh, Mafi just went, Maddie. You're fired. I'm throwing you under the. I'm going straight to ownership and saying this is my GM's fault. Don't look at me. I wanted Mafi in the. Hey Griff, we're gonna do another mock. Just chill out. Right then, too right. Okay. What? Is, what why? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Hey, like the oh, video if you're enjoying this process or doesn't, subscribe. Does, Five star ratings. Doesn't Forsyth have like 29 inch arms? Yes. And <laughs> a torn AC, a torn something. It's very bad. Did, uh, didn't he tear his AC right. the combine drills? So let's do Diabody now. No, that was Voorhees. Not the same player. L- um, l- let's let's do Diabody now. Uh, yeah, I I have... um, Yeah. We also have to look at interior D line. He's gone. Oh, shoot. <laughs> shoot. Oh, shucks. All right, l- let's let's go to interior D line because they're probably going to get some of these guys in undrafted free agents. <laughs> this is bad. They this need to beef really up bad. their database. Oh, man. let's take Bryce Ford Wheaton. Okay, all right. Basically, Calvin Johnson, right? Yep, Calvin Johnson light. Let's not. Go hey, too crazy. Jen, I see you in the chat. That's not very nice. We're trying out here. It's our first time drafting together. There was a w- good drafting, Jen. Okay. The to do it is cohesion. And unfortunately, in our organization, the Seattle Overload organization, there were some disagreements, some some bad decisions made as a collective. We, right. we as a collective messed up, okay? We both did that. So what we should do is, I think we should do two more mocks, but do them much more quickly because we've already kind of discussed the players ahead of time. We can be more brief. Let's do one where we go Anderson at five and then the Ah. cascading effect and then a trade down for a corner and then the cascading effect. Okay. Well, we don't, we don't actually get to uh, decide that, you know? Oh, like the, the, the draft decides it. What if Will Anderson gets taken? Like, oh right, instance, yeah. In this draft, did the Cardinals take him? They did. Yeah. See, I'm dumb. I'm not even thinking. I, I, I'm so used to the PFF one where you can just manipulate what happens. No free ads. No free ads. Um. Yeah. Okay. New draft. Let's make this quicker. Yeah. I think maybe we're too relaxed. 
Well, we we've done a lot of deliberating though. We don't need to deliberate because we've no more deliberating. Yeah. Oh dear. I know. Okay. Well, can't... the the technically the best football player left in the draft, other than Jalen Carter, is Bijan Robinson. No, Maddie. <laughs> Why not? It. Does running Behave. the ball not matter to you? All right. So let's do the. Uh... Do we do the, the uh okay for the sake of discussion, do we want to do Carter again and just think of no. him as a placeholder for edge and then at twenty do something other than mayor? Like debate receiver no. versus let's take corner. with the okay. spoon. Okay. So okay. with the spoon that, so that opens up to like double up on interior D line at twenty or in the second round, right? Potentially, yeah. So Witherspoon's an exciting player in that he he makes some big hits. Now, some of that is actually the scheme allowing him to be ultra-aggressive. So, like, good coaching, you would say, but also, like, how does that transfer to the NFL? Well, it is rarer in the NFL to be able to play so much trap coverage on the outside. Um, it still happens, but just not as often. But the thing about Witherspoon, which kind of would separate him, I believe, from Gonzalez in Seattle's eyes, and Seattle, by the way, they... They are kind of moving towards that versatile do-it-all corner. But I think it is just his tackling ability is much better than Gonzalez. Now, with has been also more of an off-coverage guy, which, again, with like how Mike Jackson was used last year, he played a bit more off. Uh, he kind of would be able to do all the coverage cells that Seattle likes in that he's kind of an off-man-pedal-style dude. Now, you still can use like a man-pedal in in your zone concepts and, and the way that Seattle runs cover three, for instance, or did last year and probably will this year with a spoon fits that. So. All right. So Maddie, I have broken into your flat. I'm wearing a ski mask. And Was I'm that the your... news? That the noise? <laughs> the news. Oh yeah. And then, and I'm holding your favorite tea mug at knife point. And My I'm saying what? tea mug, teacup at knife point, And I'm My saying, why tea? I like coffee. Because I'm stereotyping you. That's why. I like coffee. That's not why. I'm not. holding and I'm, and I'm saying draft is a flowers or else. Okay. Well, we'll draft say flowers. So why why are we drafting? Why why did you feel the need to fly all the way over to to the bonny old England and and hold me uh, as a as a you know in a very a bad position just to draft um, the wide receiver out of so, Boston College? Is Boston College even a school? um it's a college ah damn it i'm I'm, um, I'm still learning football it's so good actually that works too that it was tea themed because where did the, the boston tea party so, oh. it's like Very poetry good. um so the reason why zay is because well you know you get your third receiver um you i think you can i i think he's an explosive slot ultimately who can mm. do stuff on the outside so that opens up some um some uh, mix and matching with Lockett schematically, and like you, you can run more condensed splits. I don't Shane know. If Waldron. It, Shane Waldron, yeah. Um, you Robert can Woods. You, you can put lock you can put Lockett in the slot when you want. You can put him outside and vice versa. With Zay, um, I think he can beat press. Uh, I don't know if you're, he's going to block, um, but like Waldron probably looks at him and probably sees some mishmash of Lockett and Brandon Cooks, and boom, you're cooking. So he he better block. He's gonna at least need to be a traffic cone, like. And I to think, like, present. this is our draft. Well, kind of your draft, given you kind of you threatened me very badly. But like, 
I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't know in the Seattle sense how much he fits them just because the blocking, like, it's just not really. I mean, there's well, also a so, lack of reps, like opportunities well, to show yeah. it, but like and, he, and what his, that... his play strength in general is kind of, yeah. Well, I, I think with DBs, he's actually fine. He's a dense guy. Like, like right. he's, but so what it means though is Waldron fitting it around the players instead of trying to shoehorn them in. Like I think part of my issue is that I'm I think the Rams offense, and like even though what they did with twelve personnel this year, I don't think is ideal for the long term. It was a great example of him rallying around what he has. Right. So and, I think and... you do the same thing with Zay. It just it's not going to be. It's not going to be Robert Woods as a blocker or Cooper Cup. No, and and uh, on the point of, well, and also like if you're getting into condensed splits, you kind of need them to prove that they can block to a degree, right? Otherwise, I mean, they do reduce Tyler down, right? They still they do, do it. They, do. they still do it. It's just, but but see, the other thing is when you go into gun, you can be a gun spread team, eleven personnel, and Zay will absolutely take the roof off the defense, and Gina will get him the ball. Like imagine how much they loved Mills with DK and Tyler. Now you can do that to either side, right? And all yeah, sorts of things. Make use Z- of Z- that. Z- Z- Zay is another. Zay is another red line threat down the sideline. You can. He's another guy. He can just go win, and Gino will drop it in the bucket. Um, yep. Yep. I'm I'm on board with it. You, I don't really feel you needed to threaten me in the way you did, but it's all good. I'll get over it. Uh I feel maybe past draft, you're feeling... Have a uh, cup of tea, relax a little, you'll be fine. Yeah, 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 that'll do good, yeah, yeah. Um, Or maybe a soda. Okay. Do you guys call it soda over there? Do you guys call it pop? (laughs) Fizzy pop. Fizzy pop, interesting. So do you guys even call it soda, or are you just... No, it's code switching for you. Code for... Well, I was actually using an American stereotype. We'll see, like some people, I think in the South call it pop, but pretty much everywhere else calls it soda with the exception of a pocket here or there. Right. No, ev- everyone calls it pop. Here. Chat, everyone. go ahead, put it, put a comment in the comments. Do you call it pop or soda? Mm. All right. So we've taken corner, we've taken receiver. We have to go D line now, right? We have to. Oh, well, Steve V is there and he is an interesting. No, 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 no. We have to go D line. <laughs> Well, our man Keon White, who we we both kind of like the most out of the tweeners, I think. Uh, aside from obviously, uh, well, yeah, we liked the most out of the tweeners because we didn't say the top three guys were tweeners. Are we are we taking Keon White or do you want to do? We need a three. I think we need a three hundred pounder. Is Mozzie gone? We can't take the same player. Oh, <laughs> who? that's dumb. Oh, well, deal with it. That's dumb. All oh, right. No. Okay. Well, all right. But is, is Mozzie here just for the sake of discussion? Is no, he here? He's been drafted because, oh, no. All right. Benton. The, the draft right, machine Benton. knows. It's very clever. Benton. It's analytics, baby. Benton, Benton, Benton. Benton? No. You have to go Benton. He's the best tackle you don't available. Have to go- is yes, he... you do. No, it'll be fine. The pad level will be fine. The pad level will not be fine. It will be fine. He plays Clint, like Clint six foot nine. You need to watch the other games. Okay, you're right. I only watched them against the best of- offensive line in. in you also, you also watched. That's his worst game. 
all players have best games and worst games. You happen to watch his worst game. Yeah, I was I was admitting that. Okay, so it, but like, it doesn't matter. Benton is the best player available at the position. So yeah, but like I I don't know like you know. So okay. so the plan should be Benton now and then Byron Young, um, like in the third, I think. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, or or like um, maybe Cameron Young in the fifth. Yeah. Where even is um Byron Young? Is he under D DNs? I imagine so. All right. So you're cool. passing up Keon White because we believe he's more of an outside type who can kick in. I just I would I would feel be better with Keon if they already had another three hundred. I mean they the cupboards are bare, man. This is if your th this is you alphaing to the GM position here. If you if you take Benton, do Benton, and then I'll give way. I mean, you did commandeer pick number five, so no, the machine did. I I don't I don't know what you're doing. It's not it's not me. Right. Uh, by oh. the way, it's just shambles. <laughs> this is nice. Okay, so do we just go Keon then? Yeah. Let's do he, it. He can give you some three tech re reps in bear, and then he can beef or, up your two, four, five package and give you actual edge rush. Or do you take BJ Ojolari for an actual edge rusher with the thought that you can get a Byron Young later down the line or Cameron Young for another 300 pounder? See, I think Keon can actually rush the edge. I, no, I agree. It's just a different style. Like Ojolari no, I, I know. goes to but... Dippy Bendy. Keon's just a massive dude who has impressive balance and speed for his size, but he's just bigger. So in the name of trying to get more skill set diversity, you've still got Taylor Maffei. And I yeah. like Ojolari. Just is he good enough to want to eat some of their snaps? Whereas Keon can rush inside on like third and eight, right? And this is what's interesting and, like, why the Seahawks' defensive scheme this year is so, like, obviously it's important, but it's really important because it's, like, is there room to have a bigger guy who rushes off the edge primarily, which is a key on Mike, right? Or, you know, it's potentially a, a Draymond Jones. Um, because then if there is, and then you, you kind of work that into your nickel rush as well and you play it how the 49ers play it with, like, you know, two 260, near 270-pound, like four or three style DNs rather than three, four outside linebackers, then Keon White becomes attractive. And I think for us, right, we'll say he is. We'll say that we want that because it gives you a bit more edge setting and it gives you kind of a, a nice complement to the outside linebacker types, a bit more of a stout edge setter so that you don't end up having to draft a 35, oh, sorry, so you don't end up having to sign a 35-year-old Bruce Irvin off the street in free agency because they don't trust Daryl Taylor. Or right. the only thing, though, Griff, is BJ Ojulari is young and Keon White is very old. That's true. That's a good point. Um, but you want to do that anyway? Let's do Keon. What about the one Jones? What about him? Where is he going to play? Is he a guard then? Yeah, he's the tallest guard ever. Well, what are you going to do with the one? You've when got he's long and tall, and no one can get around him when he's a guard. They, except for Abraham Lucas, can get around him because he's first in the depth chart. Uh, right yeah, tackle. but the one Jones is a guard. Oh, I thought you were being facetious. 
No, I actually, I actually, if you were going to draft Jones, I would prefer him to play the guard. But then it's just is he too? Because tall? So, so Dewan is the OSU right tackle, right? The Ohio okay. State. Yeah. I don't think I don't think he has the pad level or balance to play guard. I mean, he loses his feet all the time. Actually, I don't. I don't think I like him very much. <laughs> well, he doesn't Sorry, like just, you either. I just right, broke okay, into your flat again. White. Okay, on yeah, white it is. You, no, stop it. Sorry, I'm just trying yes. to relate to you more. Are you, are you, <laughs> we are are you taking relating. as an insult? We are not relating. This is bad. Again, lack of cohesion, poor organizational philosophy. Okay. Uh, Gervin Dexter. Okay, so we're good on defensive tackle to like the fifth round now, right? It's fifth, sixth round. That's where we can take the early dead run stuffers. Um, we can't Schoenmacher. take White Blur. So who's the best available interior lineman, offensive lineman? We can't take White Blur. No, we can't because we've already taken him. Oh, this is very so simple doing... rules. Dumb rules. So, so let's. Uh, what's the pick after eighty three? One, two, three. Do we think Alabatimi will be there? Who? Alabatimi, the Michigan center. Oh, I think so, yeah. And then who's the best guard? Like, actual guard. Because, again, like, there's a real ch chance that... Juice Guggs tested well. Mm. Um, there wasn't that many... I mean, th there's a real chance that Evan Brown's just a good center for them this year. So... Yeah. Okay. So let's wait on center. So we've done receiver. We can go edge here if you want. He could. Azira Dula was a tester, although he's small. He's the two forty guy, right? Yep. What about Nick inside Hurt? linebacker? Noah Sewell's there. That's interesting. Although he can only go in a straight line. He loves to hit. Henry Tutu is like Cody Barton if he wasn't good in coverage. Oh my god! Um, so do with that what you will. Uh, but helmet scouting. No, I'm not going to go that far. What you did for their safety, like make that make sense? It made sense because Alabama DB is different than Alabama inside linebacker in recent years. Right. Although I would have taken Christian Harris like in a heartbeat in this draft. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, interesting consistency. <laughs> I'm not hypocritical. I'm complex. <laughs> uh, Tyler Scott. Oh, no, we're good on receiver. What about running back? The Seahawks do have a need of running back. Like Kendra Miller is right there. I do. They know have him. no running backs. They have Kenneth Walker, and then. DJ Dallas. Who uh who was um Bijan's teammate? Roshan. He's been drafted. Oh, I don't think he hasn't. He's there. He's two twenty, man. I know. And he plays like it. And again no. at the senior bowl, he was the guy who they won watching the running backs. He got downhill and hit it. And I was like, so, he is he is cool. So you know what? Let's do him. This is a disgusting draft. Fine. 
it's 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 see annoying that there's this rule that you weird. can only draft like one player once you know it's such an annoying <laughs> and rule. It, whose rule is that i don't know it's just a rule hmm. i was told curious the voices in my head <sighs> okay so where we're at we have Devon Witherspoon, Zay Flowers, Keanu Benton, Keon White, Rashawn Johnson. This is so poor. It's it, honestly, Twitter it's not bad. Kill. It's just not amazing. No, no, we're done. We're done. It's only because you said you can't take the same player twice. <sighs> you get such interest. Isn't that wacky? Isn't that so random? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, we don't go corner again, do we? I don't think he can. I don't think that's justifiable. All right, what are you feeling? What position do you want to go? Do you want to go safety? Do you want to go a tester at safety? Garrett Williams? Or not, or not get he's a corner. Um, oof, we've uh, I think I've snookered us here. Do do we go Herbig? Think Herbig? Let's do Herbig. They they hosted him. Let's do Herbig. He knows what he's doing. Wow, that is a ringing endorsement. Nick Herbig yeah. knows what he's doing. That that stands for the ah Sh- Schumacher's gone. That's too bad. We should we should think about tight end if there's a tester left. Yeah, a tester or a blocker. Uh so you, you Real quick though on Herbig, like out of Wisconsin, he has ridiculously short arms, thirty-one and a quarter inch. Yeah. Um, at the you know senior who bowl, he's, he, pardon. You know who else said short arms? Um. Uh, don't say Melvin Ingram. And Carl Lawson, yeah. Great. That you see, you so what you've just said there is Nick Herbig is going to be Melvin Ingram. Yeah. Also, Brandon Graham had. 32 and one quarter inch arms he's kind of bendy right like herbic like he's 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 bendy he's actually i think he's fairly explosive but he's very skilled at the top of the rush he has good play strength so i mean i almost wonder if the arm length is a more of a problem for setting the edge Um, okay you know like like all pass indicators i don't think it'll be an issue for him Hmm. I just, you know, he doesn't have a crazy high ceiling, but like he knows what he's doing, man. Like kind of like, you know, like like Tyreek Smith was a pass rush aficionado. He's just not that trade stuff. So it only means so much, but, and he hasn't played, but he could be an efficient, he could get you pressure on second and long, third and long in the NFL. We just don't know yet, but I think Herbig is the same concept. So why not, why not go Herbig? enough well we did draft him so there's some good news next up somehow michael wilson's still there out of stanford he really stood out to me the wide receiver at the senior bowl again like he just looked like he knew what he's doing and he, he rarely played in college but uh due to injury but like he just looked like a professional against like amateurs like he, he had really good release plans he's really tall there are a few catches you'd have liked to see him haul in, which he couldn't quite grab, but he also tested very impressive, like a 9.55 relative athletic score. Um, 
Okay, his 40 wasn't great, but like he jumped high and he is 6'2", 213 pounds. So he'd be like a, a kind of bigger receiver for Seattle. Is, um, uh, is, is Tyler Scott gone? I think so. Yeah. Yikes. But like, right, well, would you really take Tyler Scott after you've taken Zay Flowers? No. 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 All right, what's going on at tight end though? Josh Weil. Uh, That's interesting. Josh Weil's like the one tight end I didn't watch. He um Okay, so of all these guys, Payne Durham is like a great value Will Disley. I don't like Davis no, Allen. No, 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 no. Payne Durham I, I, cannot move. Uh Cameron the two is <laughs> a hate back. Yeah. And I, I've never heard of a Blake Whiteheart in my life. I haven't watched him either. Braden Willis is a name that I know. That I don't is he the Penn State anything. guy? I don't even know. I just know I've, I recognize the name. Josh Weil, why not? He he, he He's skilled. Yeah, let's just he, take another Colby Parkinson. Love it. He, you can't put him on the line of scrimmage. You can flex him around. He could kind of be your, your uh, fan understudy. And if you don't take... If you don't keep fan around, then... In the fifth Why? round, though, Griff. So, like, so, so, while wanted, what happened to Maffi? Or see, but I think Maffi will be there in the next pick, though. L- oh, let's go yeah. wild and Maffi. We've never been burned. <laughs> we're playing with fire. No, we're confident. We're confident. <gasps> Cameron Young. Do you really like him that much? I want. Okay, so, so the, this board, he's one fifty-eight. What is Wild's thing? What's Wild's? Okay. Board? We'll take a while, but I don't like the I don't like the thought process here. Like we have Colby Parkinson, who's hopefully going to figure it out. He's six seven now. I would say what when we watched Ridder, while was intriguing, right? Like yeah, he he was that dude. Uh, he is also old. He's a redshirt senior. Mm. Um, it's okay. Fine, it's okay. That's so reassuring. Thank you. That's fine. All right, so now we, <laughs> so Cameron Young is probably gone. But this is where we can think about. He isn't. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay, did you end up watching Jared Clark? Yeah. What did you think? Uh, he he doesn't. He's not as dynamic as Cameron Young. Okay. <laughs> he's not so, very dynamic so at all. Can can Cameron Young play those? Cameron type Young's of more of a three tech two eye. So strike they've guard. got. I mean, they've and got we kind of need more Benton than those, and we? Keon. We need leverage and mass right now. Well, well, Cameron Young is big. He's not that big. He's what three twenty. Jared Clark Clark is three forty five, three fifty. He's three hundred four. Cameron Cam Young or Clark? Cameron Young with thirty four okay. and a half inch long arms, like Jared. It's. They the problem beef. is he's a redshirt senior. They need beef. They need beef. So we're just taking a beef here. I can't believe Beal was there. I'm an idiot. I would have taken Beal over her rig. <laughs> Let's take Beal. <laughs> we already took her big. We this need is an absolute catastrophe. We need a nose tackle, Matthew. We don't have a nose tackle. Oh, Matthew. Now I'm Matthew. Interesting. <laughs> what about fullback? What about Helms? 
He played for Alabama, if you didn't know. The, our lack of interest in the off-ball linebackers is a disgrace. It's actually Wait, awesome. What about Owen Papo? I've never heard of an Owen Papo in my entire oh, that existence. Is actually, that is a bit mean. I literally have no idea who he is. Are you kidding? It's nothing personal. He's an SEC linebacker out of Auburn. He's six foot, two hundred twenty-five pounds, and he ran a four-three-nine seconds forty. So you could have just made that up. I would have had no idea. Okay, I think we should take him because he he can offer us uh, some special teams, if not anything else. That's true. <laughs> they do need special team snaps. All right, Papo, fine. There we go. He he was a he was like there wasn't much standing out of the senior bowl, but like he looked fast. Okay, let's go, uh, Jared Clark then next. And he's kind of um, wiggly. You're not going to take Maffy again. <sighs> Messed up. Like you, I thought you liked him. See, see I do, but Maffy isn't playing your one. Oh, there goes Clark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, it would be. Oh, it would be amusing if there was someone else in this draft too who's just taking all the players you want. <laughs> okay. Uh, should we take Maffy then? Uh, sure why not we don't want to miss be out he should be ranked higher than this yeah that's kind of wild so w what do we like about him he's violent right like that whole yeah. UCLA line knocks people over see, but... see the, the other thing here is that I think that they're going to gun run more because they did toward this end of the season and if you're going to if gun inside zone is going to be more of a staple than it has been you need because that back path is so narrow hits the backside you need the backside guard to move bodies immediately you're, you're not you're not thinking about space. You kind of need your guards to be more balanced for outside zone and inside zone. So it's it's not like under center outside zone where, you, where you're really trying to get lateral um, and combo a guy and get on the next guy. You need to you need to move the the guy to your um, play side shoulder like immediately, and that's what like Mike Ayupati was really good at when he was healthy for Seattle. So J.R. Sweezy and Fluker were really good at. That's why Chris Carson had a higher EPA per rush running gun inside zone than Russell Wilson did. Quick game drop back. So if your if your gun run can be efficient, your gun inside zone run can be efficient. The meat and potatoes of your gun run offense, then that really kind of allows you to kind of play with your food a little bit. I um, love playing my food. Um. So let let's do let's do. Uh, hold um, on, hold on, hold on, James. You guys are great for explaining scheme and player fits and all that, but um, don't think drafting is your guys' thing. Ha ha ha. We're having a good time, James. Our this first draft was normal, awesome. This ain't your normal mock draft, buddy. This is the real <laughs> deal. This is now. If Maddie let trenches. us take the same player twice, this second draft has gone a lot better yeah james we are we've literally tied our hands behind our backs doing this we're under <laughs> pressure we? griff's come Who's around we? here with a and threatened me like um, i don't think you understand james thanks for the comment but you're in time out <laughs> oh, no. sorry pal james did nothing wrong he's just speaking the truth james don't take it personally i smashed maddie's favorite teacup so he's a little upset right now Coffee okay, cup. let's go back to um, let's yeah, go... that Cameron. Cameron, oh no, Cameron, you guys took Witherspoon at five. Let's go. Thank you, Cameron. That is exactly right. 
that's that's more <laughs> what we're talking about here. Positive fans. <laughs> okay. Let's go back to what? Uh Brandon Hill's there. Oh, we already took him, so we can't, right? No, we can't, sorry. Let's so rule. go back to defensive tackle now. Jeez. (laughs) 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 So so in that case, that means um, what's his face? The Illinois nose tackle. What's his name? What's his face? Calvin Um, Avery. Calvin Avery. So he's the undrafted free agent. So just assume we've taken Avery after round seven. Okay, let's go back to safety. Yeah, just, just assume we're more competent than we are. So we can't do Brandon Hill? No, that's the rule. All right, they do Tyreek Jones, who I've just Tell me about Tyreek Jones, Griff. <laughs> you don't know Tyreek? No, I haven't heard of him. Six-year senior out of Boise State. Six? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think so. All right, let's just do BPA then. <laughs> BPA. Stetson Bennett, baby. Okay, go to the all positions. This is so bad. <laughs> D Winters, we've already done. Okay, we have to. We have to break your rule. All right, go go back to D ends and see if Diabody's there. What is happening? Um. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this is abysmal. What planet are we on right now? All right, Bryce Ford Wheaton, we've already done him, haven't we? Jaden Wayne. Okay, I do Jalen. What about Stetson Bennett? A bit of quarterback of the future. By the time the future comes, he'll be 30. Hmm. But then... Gino was only good when he was 32, or only given the sorry. Gino was always good. Yeah, he's given the right opportunity to fly. Watch, watch your mouth. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna come for me again. I like Jalen Wayne. <sighs> Do you? Because I I said I liked him. <laughs> Fifth year senior. Yeah, can't go wrong. Experience. South Alabama, so obviously a very versatile root tree there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jalen Wayne, you are. This, this, this is a draft which, uh, yeah, I think we're trolling, 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 trolling. Long O. You haven't been saying trolling with a a short O this whole time, have you? I have. How awkward. Okay. Remove the ing. How do you pronounce that word? T-R-O-L-L. Say that word. Troll. <laughs> troll. 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 Do you say troll? Maddie. Does, if I was trolling. Maddie, Maddie, does Boromir say they have a cave troll? Or do they say they have a cave troll? That they have a cave troll. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes, Jen. The Niners took Thule. Okay, so th- how Griff doesn't even mention Thule, who he, by the way, said was the best pass rusher in the draft or something along those lines. <laughs> Might be. All right, slightly. so so our second our second one is not that bad. 
it's just not that good. So we need to break Kyle, a rule where our third Kyle, and final one, we're going to go way faster and we're going to say we're allowed to take the same player twice. Otherwise, okay, so we've engaging light speed and we're not allowed Look to take the same player twice. No, we are definitely taking the same player twice. We're not doing that. Tyree Wilson. Okay, yeah, let's do Tyree for the sake of spicing it up. And I like the idea of this. He's long. Yeah, he fine. still gives you that different dimension of a player who... You know, he's bigger. He, he gives you like a different feel to the edge setting in the nickel front. The only thing is you get a kind of Carlos Dunlap effect. He Because don't get us wrong here. He is a wide dude, especially day one in the NFL. He is a wide dude. He's an outside he's linebacker, an yeah. but you can't really drop him. And so when they run the 3-4 bare front or the under, it's obvious like it was when Carlos Dunlap was doing that, which side is more likely to pass drop. <coughs> Now you can still you still will have to pass drop uh Tyree Wilson. He's just a taller, more awkward, less agile, less fluid guy. It also kind of sucks that you didn't get uh Keep testing numbers, athletic testing numbers out of him, but like it is what it is. I I it's think not that big of a deal. Not okay, yeah, not that big a deal. Like look at the tape, it's so obvious how athletic he is. And I think like the ceiling of him is nuts because there's a world where you can teach him how to play inside with more like uh, every down suitable technique. And then you have a guy who can play across like the big end and the Leo and it becomes a start. But right now, and also just the style of his game, he's just a big edge. So I don't I'm, think I'm, that will necessarily change. So, so we talk calm. So right, really quick on the three, four outside linebacker note, there is still precedence for guys like... Tom Bahali, 275. Joey Bosa, 275. He might have dropped weight now. Lamar Woodley progressively put on weight. They still dropped him. He's pushing like 280 in, in Pittsburgh. Uh, Matt Judon, Zadarius Smith, they dropped these guys. It's not that big of a deal. Yes, it does make you a little bit more predictable. But if he's a good enough pass rusher, it's worth the loss in predictability um, or uh, obscuring predictability if the pass rusher is good enough. To give context in the old scheme, the 4-3 scheme, Leo or Big N, he'd be the Leo. So, like, he can maybe play five technique in an under front where you're not reducing, where he's actually playing five in a pinch. Yeah, sure. Um, and then the 2-4-5, you could probably put him to the bubble. So, meaning he would help close off the, the B-gap a little bit um, by being able to uh, rip your knife inside a little bit. So, he's kind of a bigger edge. It's like a bigger Leo, basically. Anyway, um, yeah. I was going to say something else. Oh, player comp, who he reminds me of is uh, a little bit as a pure edge rusher, and I think similar style is little Alden Smith. So, what? yeah. Wow. Alden was 270, man. Yeah, that's nuts. And and Alden Alden liked risk control and he liked to bull rush people. He, he really was wasn't very, the bendiest dude in the world. He really he wasn't. was very exciting. As yeah, he he was just like his get off was so impressive along with the way he used his hands. So like and, and he, so he would if, beat guys on the edge. Yeah, and if and if Tyree cleans up his get off, which is pure like deliberate, it's not like his get off. His actual get off when he's in a three point stance is fine. He he just he doesn't false step when he's with his hand in the dirt. Two, and two what I'd say stance. about the false step in the two point, um, that may there may be a reason for that, like that may be intentional. 
um, in terms of h- how you want to play your edges uh, in terms of reading run and being able to set the edge and like knowing he still has the get off to win against pars, but almost like uh, forcing a bit of patience into yeah. it. Yeah. Like yeah. you just uh, don't know what yeah. he's actually been coached with that because it's so obvious that, you know, you, mm-hmm. I think that may be intentional to sync up timing of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So they've done, they've done D line at five. Do they go corner at 20 this time? What does corner at 20 look like? That's on this, on this, it says Emmanuel Forbes, which I don't think he is going to be too taken small. here. He's very small. Um, Wait, wait, I'm I'm blinking. We we did Brent's at twenty. We, I don't think we did Brent's at twenty. Oh, is he thirty-seven? I I think we actually got him at um the first draft we did. Haters take note. We uh we actually got really good value. We we got Brent's I think at fifty-two. Okay, so now at twenty, what do you think about? Is Joey Porter gone? Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about Banks? Have you watched him? I've watched bits and bobs, and like <laughs> he he just. I mean, I, I'm happily be wrong. He doesn't feel that Seahawky. Um, but then we're not we're not uh we're not drafting for the we're not drafting like the Seahawks front office, but we are drafting for the Seahawks. He doesn't have know. the arm length. He is a tester. He's like he's not tall. He's not short. Um, okay, this is what you have he, to ask yourself. His press style is kind of it's not very Seahawky. Would does good, does but... Carl Scott like him? I don't think so because like um, I I don't really like him in off really. He's more like a, a, a slide and he's more like a slide. Not really get hands on play press uh, trail guys. Interesting. Um, Interesting. All right, yeah, I, I, I don't. He just doesn't feel like a Seahawky guy. So, so do they, now. So do they not go court? So should we not do corner then at twenty? No, I don't think we should. Mozzie then? No, we can't. We can't. No, come on. We're <laughs> not doing this. What about colliding? Colliding no. Maddie, I will. I will say fire to this podcast. What about Miles Murphy? They are no. You're trolling now. <laughs> I'm trolling. You're trolling. Well, Kincaid. <sighs> I mean, he he'll be productive. I just don't think this draft really sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And there's the talk, like, I think that's an interesting topic. We've, we've spoke about it before, how there's, like, a lack of uh, blue chip guys or even, like, a mate, like, like uh, excellent or, like, very good. It's a lot of kind of average depth, um, intriguing depth, like, there's things which make prospects more interesting than others. But, like, yeah, and, and I think there's probably a scenario or it's, it's likely that Certain guys get pushed up higher because they have maybe the testing that the NFL thinks, okay, this guy could be more than an average depth player. And then I think, you know, positional value will come into it. So centers will probably fall more, tight ends will probably fall more, although 
there's an argument they won't because they actually might have the the better potential out of the class, some of the top end guys. And then I think like, you know, naturally, uh, like a Paris Johnson, because he's really got solid tape as a left tackle, maybe he gets elevated (coughs) as well. So, but yeah, not, not the, uh, not the best uh, draft. What about Will McDonald? Not a 20 man. And doubling up on the edge. All right, let's go off beat. Let's do a, Jordan Addison at 20. I think he's been drafted. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Where um, did he go? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's that's hilarious, actually. All right, let's do... Uh, I mean, I don't like Kincaid. Why don't you like Kincaid? That's an interesting topic. I don't like him at 20 because it's what we talked about last time. You can't put him at Y. He'll, he, he's high effort. He'll try, but he doesn't have the body he for it. He can't do it. He almost and tries he would, too hard. He like over, he, he like, um, over leans into stuff, just whiffs and misses his aiming point. And so the, the problem with this is that if you flex him and keep him on the line of scrimmage, then okay that would help but i'm not sure is that good against press but then if you keep him off the line of scrimmage that means the receiver can never really be the motion man right because you need that that's why mayor is perfect because mayor can get you kincaid's production without messing with what you do with your receivers that's the thing you're very upset about this rule aren't you okay we need to go mozzie here what about jameer gibbs very dynamic, explosive playmaker. You could, in theory, flex him out. No, I'll get out of here. Well, uh, okay. Uh, I said that Lucas Van Ness tested well, Griff. They already took Tyree. They need a 300-pounder if they're going D-line. Okay. I I feel, you know, we have to stay with our self-imposed role. <laughs> we don't. This is the rule-breaking one. Oh, you know what? What would be nice here, but again, it's the <coughs> case of this guy will probably go earlier. I would be on board with taking a Darnell right in this area just for positional value, best player. And then maybe you can get him to play right guard. He's already been drafted, so it's a moot point, but... Cool. Cool. Okay, well, fine, if... Fine, no, go on. Dude. Make it no keep keep going. <laughs> you, Fine. You, you do you you're the GM. You do what you want. Steve Avila. It's your it's your call. What do you want? No, Griff, Griff. You got a, you were about to say fine and come up with a name. No, I was gonna say fine. You go. I think we've learned our lesson. We do have to take Mazzy Smith. Yep. We've broke our rule. Yep. <laughs> or we could try and make a trade. Do you wanna do you wanna step into that? All right, let's do a trade here then. Fine. Right, let's let's fleece the the uh something out of someone. Now this is a I like this simulator, but it's quite difficult because um it's, it's harder to fleece people. This is how I win. I think. <laughs> okay, we just trade. 
We just got a second round pick, a uh, very late second to move down. That was a bad trade. But anyway, we did it. <laughs> All right. So we're here now. Is Mozzie there at 31? Yeah. That's that's perfect. That's perfect. Go Mozzie. Oh, pick we could just trade down again. No. No, no, no. This is cheating. Da, 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 da. This is bad. We're breaking our rule. Mozzie Smith, 31. So we so, so to be clear, we traded draft. number twenty three for number thirty one and number sixty three, which I think is a really poor trade. Okay. And yeah, the Chiefs with that selection, it, number twenty took Lucas Van Ness. That's an L. Why L. They don't need L, him. That's you hilarious. Won't even actually, Super Bowl. Okay. Oh no. Right. So you're going to take Mazzi. This is a shambles. I liked how the first yep. one went. Okay. Now yeah. we're at 37. Okay. Um, Will McDonald had a farm? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, <laughs> why did you say that? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, let's be weird and do Brian Branch now. Oh, Let's spice yeah. it up. See that. See how much Good more fun would player. it be? Awesome football no, 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 player. Please, please, please. This is important. How much more fun would it be if we hadn't taken Mazzy and this would be completely different? Would have been bad. Okay. Okay. So Brian. So Branch. Brian Branch basically means you are gonna try and aggressively restructure Jamal Adams. Yeah. Like you would hope. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I, I love the value there too for Branch. We should make that note because I think he can be a first rounder. Now he's a All very right. good football player. Just the question mark is he ran slow, but like he's a safety. So does that actually matter? Not really. But then if you're going to lean on his ability in the slot that he showed okay. in college, then you can't really play him in man coverage. But then how often do teams actually play cover one in the NFL? Not that often, mainly on passing downs. You can scheme things up, you can get the right matchup. <clears throat> and then the other thing with him is he. Uh, is a slightly smaller type. So, okay, he was a very good tackle in college, but you worry about, you know, naturally there's size concerns yeah. with like when it comes to health, will he bounce off guys? Probably not because he's good at tackling low, but these are all the three reasons why that he was available to us other than this being a mock draft simulator at pick number 37. So right. they, need a, they, need a, they need skill talent right now, offensive skill talent. Okay, well, Griff, we, I, I love that, but we are... We, you know, there was an inside linebacker-shaped hole. We haven't taken Drew inside Sanders, linebacker yet. Campbell, Henley. Do we I want just, to test fate and just, see if Henley will be there at eighty-three? Like, they are all just so. So Campbell has the size, but has short arms, and he's like a. He's clunky. I don't know how he ran that forty because he's slow. I just don't. It's He's like drafting. Man. It's drafting a player who could be a very good base player, but then you could, you should, in theory, be able to find that kind of player in a later round. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Yeah. Do we want to see if Henley will be there at eighty three? Yeah, and then Henley's like the. Um, he's he's a lighter Cody Barton. Henley's senior bowl stuff, I got very excited, and then I watched his actual college stuff, and he's like a sub package player. But, like, he could add weight, but then can he? Because he is a former receiver, and he's probably... Maybe he's still adding weight, but he's older. Like, I don't know. 
I think we can wait this out. I, Drew Sanders is just such a projection. Like he'd have to learn a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just a bad. I mean, yeah, he's not. He's an edge right now, really. And this thing, like, we're talking about guys in the second round who are like intriguing projects. We can't. Yeah, I'm not taking a linebacker in the second round this year. No way. You can't like, make Campbell me. would have been a fourth, fifth round pick. I feel like in past years, I don't understand. Last year, even. Well, yeah. last year was a good linebacker class, though. It was okay. <laughs> All right, so I think we go um, uh, Jaden Reed then at receiver. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, what about Jonathan? So have you watched Jonathan Mingo? No. Have you? A tiny bit. Just I wouldn't. I, and stylistically, Jaden Reed makes more sense. Like, the way he wins above the rim, player. he's competitive, he blocks, he's a dog. Uh, he, you can he slot has, him a bit. He can be he a Z. Like, kind of sneaky speed. He's that, yeah, like you said, he's that kind of... He's a nice in between and complement and and mesh with Lockett and Metcalf already. Uh, does he give me? Uh, did he? Did, was I worried that it was a bit like a D. Eskridge pick? Yes, but then you actually watch him and he does win. He's more refined, much more. And refined. He, he wins at the vertical catch point. Like he boxes out and he's tough. I think he has stronger play strength in those areas. So. Okay. And and at the senior bowl, he's the best receiver. Uh, I I credited Michael Wilson, but. Reed was unguardable in the one-on-ones, and obviously being a slightly smaller type, he, uh, yeah, and he didn't test amazing, but he didn't test bad. He's he's fine. So that's a cool pick. I am so upset we picked Mazzy Griff because now, like, it's just a stain on our record. Yeah. But anyway, it's fine. So now interior O line. Yeah. So this would hopefully be the area. Oh, for God's sake! Damn it. <laughs> no no oh no so Byron Young's gone too the bad news if you're listening is that John Michael Schmitz and Joe Tipman went in in the 40s so we couldn't have got them anyway good job we picked a nickel safety but uh mm-hmm. yeah this right, is we... this 63 is the extra pick we picked up from right. Kansas City Chiefs L- let's, l- let's do this let's go corner now and then okay. see if Oluwatimi is there. Or actually, yeah. Oh. No, let's go corner. Who do you like? Garrett Williams? Now? No. No, this is so early. This is the second round. Just. The, yeah. Oh, my no, God. No, 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 no. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is where we do this. Henley, then? No, no, man. No, 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 You can't make me, you can't make me take a linebacker. Um, Musgrave would be interesting. Sure. You know, in the name of, in the name of athletic tight ends that have good movement skills tend can hit on day two. Let's do that. Yeah. It's All a right. shame he doesn't really hit. Yeah. Yeah. Musgrave. But like compared to Laporta, right? At least Musgrave offers some vertical stuff. Like my my issue with Laporta is like, okay, he's fast and has open field movement skills and and uh and yeah, 
you know, he's he's yakky, but like most of his stuff is underneath. Like, and and against tight man coverage downfield, he struggled to separate. And like, I, it's and his blocking is awful. So uh, whereas Musgrave's kind of got that seam bending style, although I would say that like a Tucker Craft is probably. But anyway, we're doing Musgrave. Go Beavers. <coughs> Who doesn't love a beaver? Right. What's up next? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, uh, Brandon Cooks is really good. Yeah. Um, so uh, chat, chat. How are we doing? I feel we're doing, you know, we're doing we're fine. Down 51 minutes in. Um, I think, we're yeah, doing we need to go because... fast. We need to go faster. They're right. Our investors are not happy. Siaki Ika is right there. Okay. Right. Um, Oh, Who's no. The... no. Again, man. <laughs> we can't catch a break. No. All right. Let's go. Let's do corner now. I we told you this corner. was tough. Corner, corner, corner. Thule's there. <laughs> Thule, Thule. Quick. Um, so, hold on. What have we drafted so no, far? No, we can't. We, we got tight. Oh, no, we could. He's, he's, he's too similar to Tyree Wilson in terms of usage. It's just too much. It's too much. It's so weird. Like he was your guy, and you just <laughs> turned on him. Everyone, take note. Yep. Um, okay, let's go back to corner, 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 corner. <laughs> Who do you like, Gary Williams? Rush. Okay, then do it. Well, if you hang like on, him, hang on, it. hang on, hang on. Hold on. What do you like about Garrett Williams? Uh, wasn't he just like the most insane tester of the whole thing? He That's and, and and he supposed I haven't watched it, but he supposedly has good tape. Or am I wrong? I didn't think he tested. I, I thought he was recovering from injury. No. Cause he was he was coming out and he was really good and then he tore his ACO in October uh twenty twenty two. But he, he uh he's like a bullhawk. There was even talk about him moving to safety, I think. And the, uh, the Syracuse defense, they they kind of switched him up. You know what, though? I, I don't... He's also a shorter one. He's like, like he's kind of in that short mode, whereas Rush is in the taller, longer mode. Rush yeah. was another one who I, who stood out in, at the senior ball for being patient. He... um. He tested well as well, 6'2", 33, from the inch long arms, and then ran a four three six forty. All right. You want to take Rush? Yeah, let's do it. Lock it in. It's locked quick. in. Let's go fast. I've made, I've made the pick. Speed. speed. I am speed. Okay. Henry 2-2, Griff. Not to Odo. Um... Is, oh, is it two o two? Yeah. My apologies. Beal. Beal. Robert Beal Jr. Oh, we're forcing that. Seahawk. What? We haven't taken a center yet. <coughs> oh, what? Okay. Ah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yep. what? What do you like about uh, Oluwatami? He actually he's um quick footed. I mean, he he's precise and he he understands pass protection. He's going to get yeeted in one-on-ones. Um, he's not as good as the big three, but he's solid. I liked him at the senior bowl. He was the best of the rest pretty much. 
And there is another center. There were a couple other centers I liked there. Um, who was it? Jake Andrews. Was that the guy I was going on about? Um, or is it Josh Andrews? Jake Andrews. Interesting. But I liked all of it to me more. And then there was the other guy. Was it the coastal guy, Salvadiri or something? Or is he, I don't even remember. See North Carolina? I don't remember. Um, but I liked Olivetimi more, so he's fine. There you go. Okay, now. What about running back? Yeah, uh, who do you like here? None of them. <laughs> I I actually think we, we could take Bill here, so we just get our guy. Okay. Now, Beal's just a solid football player with length and size, right? Yeah. He like, just he just pushes Alton. He he would he would push Tyreek and Alton pretty much. And he tested well as well. Like he ran a fast forty. It's obviously got yeah. overshadowed by, by Nolan Smith. But like he played more than Nolan Smith, so Yeah, and he's pretty he's not bad against the run. Jen, we we are drafting the best players available. It's just this simulator doesn't know it. Like we know who's the best players. Okay. I don't know what we do here, Griff. What have we drafted? Tyree Wilson, Marzi Smith, Brian Branch. We probably Jay go another Lee's. guard. Let's do another guard. Let's do Mafi now. Or, or Zavala. Mafi. Zavala. Is Zavala there? No. Um... Juice Scruggs, then. Do Scruggs. Okay. Yep. I like that. Yeah, so that's fine. Let's, that let do. me... I told you that Scruggs tested crazy. Let me mm-hmm. let me get that for you because it is impressive. Oh, I'm thinking of a different guy. Now, we can probably <laughs> go... <laughs> oh, yeah. He had a, he did have a 32-inch vertical... Um, 301 pounds. That's pretty impressive. And he right. also scrugs as well, 33 inch long arms as a center out of Penn State. Like, that's right. Seattle would like longer guys, generally. What do you want All here, Griff? Right. Let's do a running back. Yeah, the chat is very upset about the running backs. The pit running back here. Yeah, that's fine. Israel Abinakanda. Have you watched him? Uh, uh yeah, I've, I've watched him for sure. Yeah, yeah, he, no he runs the ball. All right, let's do. Uh, he carries the rock. He totes it. Let's do. Let's do camera the two. I'm down. I mean, are we? I can see We're that. Taken Musgrave. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Uh, who is there? If your favorite receiver here, Jacob Copeland. Hmm. 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 Go back to the. Uh, I just want to say oh, shout out Makai Blackman because um, he he is like not the longest or tallest or fastest, but he has very solid technique. Sounds like you like him then. Take a cornerback out of USC. We've already had a corner. We we can take another one. It's sixth round, whatever. No, this we is. can't. Seventh what, round. what about Tyra Sweet? I. <laughs> Not to go against the green, but I don't want to go outside linebacker there. No, no. Good idea. Dude, if there's a corner you like, take him. 
it's no. We're, we're talking seven. I like round. the technique. I didn't say I like the player. All right, D Winters then. Sp- special teams. Oh, we should. Did we not take a linebacker? No. Okay. Yep. D Winters. Drift. D Winters. Tell me about him. Yeah, linebacker. Uh, TCU. Uh, all right. So, how do we feel about this? I think we like our first one the most. Natural pad level. We, I think, have got progressively worse. No, I think the third one's better than the second one. Chat, no, rank I, I, I think it goes know. one, three, two. This is irresponsible drafting right now. But it is different. I think the first one we did sensible. Also, this trade is nuts. Like, what? I, uh... Should we have gotten more? I think so. Oh. Like from breaking the machine. Yeah. Yeah. So we got Tyree Wilson, Mousy Smith, Brian Branch, Jane Reed, Luke Musgrave, Darius Rush, Olusigun Alawatami, Robert Beale Jr. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, this is a pretty good BPA draft. This is honestly Israel, isn't that, this isn't Amanda that bad. Kanda and D Winters. It's just that we uh, branch is an odd fit. They'll make it work. Hmm. Um, the other thing that we need to talk about with the safeties is that Quandre Diggs is not going to last forever. So if, if Julian Love sticks around, he's a very natural Diggs replacement, more of a Diggs replacement than a Jamal replacement. And then Branch can kind of give you a little bit of the Jamal flexibility. And they'll Nothing always find a forever. they'll always find another safety too. Always. Um, Speaking of which, Marquise Blair was uh, released today. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then you like Darius Rush. He could be a starter. Musgrave, yeah. who knows with him. Alobatimi, I think, is a good floor. Robert Beal's fun. Scruggs is a sensible pick. Got a good running back at pick 198 overall. Special you know one team. thing I'm noticing, though? The a lot of the players tend to be older, and I don't think that's just because we watch the senior ball in the most detail. I think that is because, well, like a general trend is that uh, with uh, NIL money, drafts are tending to get a bit older. Yeah, and and they're they're still they're still not out of the COVID effect yet either, giving the guys the extra eligibility. So right. that 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 will be gone next year. Yeah. I'm, I am curious to see what the next CBA negotiation is like, if they're able to get more money for rookies, given that NIL. They that would make sense, just... right? Because they have to incentivize it. Mm-hmm. All right, so I like the third one. I did not like the second one, and I loved the first one. How do you feel mm-hmm. about it? We're being criticized for the back half of our first one. So draft one is Jalen Carter, defensive tackle, Georgia. Michael Mayer, tight end, Notre Dame. Marzi Smith, defensive tackle, Michigan. Julius Brents, cornerback, Kansas State. Luke Whitebler, center, Ohio State. Tyler Steen, who was Alabama's left tackle, but we'd be kicking him inside to guard. Dwayne McBride, running back, UAB. Brandon Hill, safety Pittsburgh. Brenton Cox Jr., outside linebacker from Griff. Where's he from? Florida. Thank you. Bryce Ford Wheaton, wide receiver, West Virginia. 
we, that has been criticised as lacking the in the in the back half. I think that's harsh. I think we took some swings. We got some athletes. Yeah, that's fine. I think. I think. It's and fine. I, I think all those players will be drafted. Whereas some of these, some of the people in the back half won't. Of the mocks, uh, second draft. <laughs> Devon Witherspoon, cornerback, Illinois. Zay Flowers, wide receiver, Boston College. Keanu Benton, defensive tackle, Wisconsin. Keon White, defensive right. end. Georgia Tech, Roshon Johnson, back, Texas, Nick Herbig, outside linebacker, Wisconsin, Josh Wiley, tight end, Cincinnati, Owen Papo, linebacker, Auburn, Antonio Maffey, center guard, UCLA, Jalen Wayne, wide receiver, South Alabama. We have stolen from the lives of our faithful, faithful audience enough tonight. Um, Enjoy the draft. Yep. If you know what will be funny though, none of these players will be Seahawks. Surely one of them will be. Surely. Otherwise, what even is this podcast? Thank you for listening. Like the video, subscribe. If you're listening, please follow the Twitter at Seattle Overload, five star review. We appreciate you. We'll have live draft show on Thursday and Friday possibly Saturday, uh, pick reaction. Uh, follow Griff on Twitter at CMikeSpinMe. Follow me at Matty F. Brown. I think we did okay. Tweet us. Let us know if we've been fired. You have that power, ultimately. Thank you, everyone. Have a great evening or night or day. <laughs>